think anybody voluntarily goes to Chipotle. I love Chipotle. Really? Yeah. I, I love like I love Chipotle and I love all restaurants like Chipotle. Like all those just go in and they make yeah. a burrito for you. Yeah, I don't know. The one thing. time I the one time I had Chipotle. Literally the one time I've had Chipotle. I got gnarly, gnarly sick. Well, that's not good. Yeah. I mean, they did have that. And I had just moved problem. to the Pacific. Well, I had just moved to Portland in 2004. And I want to say that's right when they opened up, started opening up shops mm, in Portland. Could be, yeah. And they're like, here, eat this giant burrito for free. And I'm like, hell yeah, I made a giant burrito for free. And then I, it was not free. <laughs> it cost you me. You paid for it. <laughs> it cost me a lot of time and pain in the bathroom. Oof, that's no good. Are we doing this? Yeah, let's do this. Okay, let's Sorry. do a podcast. I was replying do to an it. email. Do, do it. it. As Dylan is over there playing on his $8,000 toy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a cool toy, though. Egg was out the door for less than $500. Yeah. It's got Wi-Fi, too. And cellular. That's what I mean, cellular. cellular. Oh, I was Wi-Fi. like, don't they all have the Wi-Fi? You're like, well, that's not interesting new watch, at all. Adam. Wait, so were you out the door for five hundred for less than 500 My with the watch, the, the watch. stylus, and the, uh, oh. Yeah. My mom's like, do you want a new watch? And I was like, yeah, I can go underwater. I'll take one. <laughs> Are you ever excited about anything? I was pretty excited. <laughs> he, was, that, he is. He's excited right now, Adam. You don't even know what I feel like on the inside. I think all your excitement is contained in your top knot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep it wrapped up tight. Keep it tight. Tight. Uh, anyway, yeah, if you're watching us on the Twitch right now, you can see Dylan with his lovely top knot. It's nice. It's, it's like, a very He really fits in in the, the PNW now. Yeah. yeah. Very Pacific Northwest Adam stylings. Adam is super jelly. <laughs> I am jelly because my hair is so thin that if I tried to do a top knot, it would look like Barbie hair draped over <laughs> Telly Savalas. If that I, make, nobody knows who that is anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. Um, hi, I'm old. <laughs> I am also old, but do I'm you, also Cliff. Are you old enough to know who Telly Savalas is? I do know who Telly oh, okay. Savalas is, yeah. yeah. I'm the Dylan. I didn't even say hi, I'm Adam. That's okay, you're just old. But he said he was Cliff. I'm old and I Cliff. Know, and when did. he says he's Cliff, then I say I'm the Dylan. Like, I don't care what you said, that's not my cue. <laughs> right, well, I'm Adam. Uh, to bring it all the way back, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, mm-hmm. episode 75. We are three quarters of a century old. Right? That's a lot of, like, I, I, I love those, like, episodes that feel very monumental for absolutely no reason. Like, 75 is not really significantly different than 74 or 76, but there's something about 75 that... It's a, feels nice, good. it's a nice number. It feels good. Yeah. It's a number. Um, all right. So you're going to get into good. some news this week's. This week's um, Blizzard takes a better late than never approach to games sometimes. What is games sometimes? I don't think that, that I wrote that right. I don't think so either because that doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, we'll, better... we'll figure that out and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, okay. Uh, hardware hackers might have cracked the switch. I read about this earlier. I don't know what I'd be able to do with it. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Um, Xbox users can finally try out the Miramar map in PUBG. Uh, Valve bought Firewatch dev Campo Santo. Did they buy them they or did. did they just say, hey, would you be interested in buying us? They bought them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were they up for sale? I I think it was a like mutually exclusive discussion that led to a purchase. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you like the Discord, like a lot of our listeners do, because they're all in our channel, you will soon be able to link your uh, Discord account to your Xbox account, which is yeah. going to be super cool. Right. Um, call of four. Call of four. Call of duty four. Call of flower. Call of flower four. I made the best rice cauliflower the other night. It was rice cauliflower, and it was garlic and uh, uh, sesame oil. And some other 
stuff in there. We're very old. But it was really, really good. I made cauliflower pizza one time. It was really good. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. I made cauliflower cheesy bread. Oh, yeah. And that was really Mm -hmm. good, too. But Call of Duty 4... Is different. (laughs) Is totally different. And it will not have a single-player campaign. Is that official? I believe so. And I don't think cauliflower has a single-player campaign either. I mean... (laughs) I guess if you just eat it by yourself. I mean, you can eat a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, Plus, we got questions from Vinny, Seth Harker, Garrett, Joe Coleslaw, Mansock, some cheap free games, and a troll corner. We got a two-part troll corner this week. (laughs) Uh, But first, we start with what we are playing and... Dylan. News! No. No. (laughs) What are you playing? (laughs) That's how much Dylan's paying attention today. You're playing Doodle on your iPad? I was trying to change it up for once, but you you, you found out. Yeah. <laughs> Liar. No, I really haven't been playing much, to be completely honest. I So when the when the weather starts changing and it becomes spring, I do, like, spring cleaning, but on my electronics. Like, I spent <laughs> hours on my computer, like, getting old files off and getting yeah. stuff that doesn't work. Because I have this, like, it's a mid-2009 iMac, but I spent a lot of money in 2009 to get, like, an i7 at the time and... Yeah. To get better stuff internally, so it still runs really well, but it was like there's like 50 gigs left on it, for example. Oh man! Out of a terabyte hard drive, and I just like purge stuff off of it, so it like at least can. You need to drop an SSD in that function. Puppy. That's I have one. I'm just waiting for the day to yeah. set oh, it down so on the table and pop the glass yeah. off and put an SSD in it. Oh, but that's not so easy to do because it's oh, yeah. yeah, it's. It's not hard, apparently, yeah, but, it, but it's, it's... It's more work than doing it at a desktop, right. yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing. And as we have said, I have been playing a lot of Doodle. Uh, <laughs> I did get one of the new iPads because the other day my mom was like, hey, you want a new iPad? And I was like, no, not really. But then the, literally the next day they announced the new iPad that supports the, the Apple Pencil. And I was like, I... Uh, Revoke what I said yeah. previously. I we, do want a new. We iPad. talked our boss into buying one. I mean, not like talked him into it. He was his uh, his granddaughter was oh, buying for one something for, okay in, for his granddaughter. Yeah, wanted one for drawing on. And we're like, oh, this is cool and it's it's a good deal. And he'd been looking into the iPad Pros, which are almost twice as much. And we're like, no, 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 get this one. And he brought it into the office, and we both drew on it, and it's, we're pretty much sold. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so I have been doing a lot of that because it's a lot of fun. Like I'm not a drawing artist. You're way better than I am. I could show you the one doodle that I can do and that's it. I'm more of a doodler, yeah. but it, like you, it really you helps you kind of like, you can just freely experiment yeah. without the like, oh, I put the wrong color on that and now it's ruined. Like well, you can totally just undo and the technology itself is just amazing how it knows the difference between my finger and my pencil. So like, the, it like, my finger does something differently. Hey, that's pretty. That's my doodle. That's, that's, that's my doodle. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but that's um, my doodle. It's terrible. So I've actually used, been doing that in my yeah. spare time. The Procreate it's, software is incredible too for something that costs ten dollars. It's absolutely amazing. Um, super powerful, super fun, limitless possibilities. Yeah. And like I think Cliff and I's new favorite thing is just to like zen out and watch. YouTube videos of people drawing uh, things, drawing things like time lapse of them drawing and procreate. Um, That's all I've been doing for like three days. It's just fascinating. Like it blows my mind what people can accomplish. Yeah. Million dollar Twitch stream idea, Dylan Doodles. Yeah, it's even got the alliteration. It's really yeah. good. Like I'm an, yeah. uh, an below average artist that 
just streams my drawings. But the yeah. cool thing is you can plug your iPad right into a, a Mac and do and, that. Uh, do yeah. it right from there, yeah. Well, there you go. That's yeah, perfect. I would like 20%. Excellent. I'll think about it. Okay. Uh, Cliff, what are you playing? Oh, I've been playing Far Cry 5. Yeah. Um, because... <laughs> So I just can't stop. Right, uh, it's so good. I am within. I mean, like I, I could have actually finished, like finished the game probably six or seven hours ago. Um, I, maybe even a little longer. I think last Friday, mm-hmm. um, I got to the point where I got enough whatever points in the third area to actually be able to go in and fight uh, the father. But I wanted to clear out that entire area first, so I'm down to. Uh, I've got one clutch Nixon challenge left, which. I hate those things. I haven't even delved into those yet. They're they're just so outside the the realm of the normal game that Mm -hmm. you almost have to like practice them in order to beat them um, because you're not going to get a lot of the skills you need to do it. Unless you play the game a certain way. Like, I don't spend a lot of time in that game driving vehicles or driving airplanes or driving helicopters because... I don't like... I don't like the vehicle control in this game. That's the point. They're terrible. Uh, and then having to do time-based missions based on, I mean, and, you know, it's very much you get in the car and you have to drive. A lot of the, two of the different challenges is you're on fire <laughs> and you have to drive through, like, the the little, like, gates you drive through, like, put water on you so you don't light on fire worse, I guess. But, there, you know, it's very much, you know, you start out with 15 seconds and you've got to hit all those gates and you get an extra five seconds every gate you go through. Um, I did one uh, two nights ago, I want to say, and it was a... You're racing on one of the quads, which are impossible to steer. They right. swerve. The back end of them will swerve out, you know, if you missteer at all. Um, and it was a really, really, really long course. Um, and two times in a row, I finished with, like, point – you know, I went over the, the marker by maybe maybe a tenth of a second, a twentieth of a second – and then had to do the entire race oh, all the yeah, way over again. No. They're just they're super frustrating. Um, so I've got one of those left. It's a wingsuit one, and the wingsuit is. Oh god! I've not. not even, I've. I think I've just unlocked that perk. Maybe? So the thing about the wingsuit perk is you, you unlock the wingsuit perk and then unlock the perk that lets you when you fast travel, you can choose whether or not you want to end up on the ground or if you want to be able to wingsuit. And so, like, when you fast travel, they'll just drop you off in the air, like, maybe 350 feet above your target, which is awesome on those places where you want to fast travel somewhere, but you don't have a marker to fast travel next to. So they'll drop you in the air, and then you can wingsuit to where you want to get to. Okay. So that's a super handy. And and I got better at wingsuiting because I started doing that a lot. Or just when I'm up high, I just jumped off things and wingsuited to the next place. Um. But uh, it's still like th- those wingsuit challenges are really hard. Um, so I've got that left, and then I've got, um, you know, in the first area you go around and you blow up like the little temples, the silos, the silos. Sorry, oh, that's yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the the first area has silos, the second area has temples, and the third area has like wolf calls or something. And so <laughs> there's ten wolf calls, and I've got nine of them. So oh, I God. need to find the last one, beat the wingsuit mission, and then I'm good to go. So. So you're 100%ing this game. Well, yeah, yeah. Basically. I mean, 100% the map. I'm not going to 100% the like the achievements for it. Oh yeah, no, um, no, no, no. That's but yeah, I'll that's just 100% the game. Cool. So, yeah, real close. Real real, nice. real close. Super good game. Um I played a little Far Cry 5 uh after our show last week. Um I'm in Faith Area now, which I which I was hoping I was going to get through everything before God of War came because according to Amazon it was going to be here between the 26th yeah. and like the 29th. Um, and it came yesterday <laughs> on the 23rd. Uh, so, yeah, I started playing that last night. 
and that's probably all I'm going to be playing for a while. Um, I know a lot of people are already playing it, obviously, because it came out last Friday. I got the Stonemason Edition, which if you're on our Facebook or our Instagram... I posted my unboxing photos nice. kind of thing. Just staged everything up and took some cool photos. It's it's a sweet statue. Yeah. Like I sat in here earlier and just looked at it for two minutes because the de- like the detail is great for a resin statue. It is mm-hmm. really attractive. It's real cool. And he's in my office window. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> you will um, be going came- home with me. No, it will not. I'm I'm kind of curious to see if any like of our weird nerdy overnight guys are going to be like, oh, what is that? And like, I show up and Kratos is gone tomorrow. <laughs> my boss came into my office earlier and he's like, so Adam's like walking around with a statue. <laughs> like, what's he up to? I'm like, well, yeah, just have to listen to the show and find and out. And then we spent a bunch of time talking about God of War, and he he asked a lot of very interesting questions about it. For a, I mean, our boss is in his mid sixties and doesn't game really. So I he, learned him real good. Yeah, he <laughs> he was very interested in in the concepts behind it and stuff. It was yeah. fun. It's yeah. really cool. Um, and of course the reviews are all out there, and it's getting Oof. amazing reviews across the board. I'm a longtime huge God of War fan. It's my favorite, you know, franchise favorite yeah. series. And I was really worried when they first revealed that uh, initial trailer, what, last 83 last year? Sure, yeah, I think so. Yeah, or maybe I think even so. before that? Yeah. Um, I was really worried that it was going to be not a God of War game because yeah. it just looks so drastically different. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, thank God of War, oh. it is, hi-yo, um, hey, it's, hey, hey. <laughs> it's a straight-up God of War game. Yeah. And it's Awesome. I'm really excited. I've, I got it it's from so Gamefly good. yesterday, and so I got to finish up Far Cry. I'm hoping to finish mm-hmm. Far Cry tonight. Um, I may give up on that wingsuit mission. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I won't 100%. It. I might 99% I'm curious to know, it. I'm curious to know what you think about yeah, it because I've never you've played never played a God, played of, God War of War game. And I've talked to a couple other people who've never played a God yeah. of War game, and I'm like, how did you make it through the last two console generations being a PlayStation fan and not? You know, the funny thing is I owned a PlayStation, but yeah. I didn't PlayStation game a lot. I, I I bought a PlayStation 3 because I wanted a Blu-ray player. Right. Um, and so almost everything I played was on the Xbox. The funny, you know, there were a ton of PlayStation exclusives that I've never played. I never played um, the Uncharted series either. Oh, they're really so, good. And I never played The Last of Us until I got my PS4. That's really good, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're if you've played God of War before and you're worried about it not being a God of War game, it's a God of War nice. game. The combat is just as fast, it's just as quick, it's just a different camera. And that single camera shot style that they're doing for this game is that's it's literally my favorite thing I'm excited. I think I've ever experienced yeah. in a game. It's so cool. I'm hoping to have five or ten hours into it by next week. Oh yeah. So I'm good. hoping good, to good, have good, it done good. by next week. Nice. But anyway, it's a commitment, sir. So that's what I've been playing. I like it. Yeah, that's that. Um if you're listening to us uh, via iTunes. You can leave us a review. Please do. Please do, because we might put you in Troll Corner Part 1. Yes. Uh, so when you post, so we got, a, we got a review, evidently, and Cliff posted this weird screen cap in our, in our Slack uh, chat, and yeah. I'm like, what, are, what is that? And you didn't get back to me, and I'm like, I wonder. So I start flipping <laughs> through, and I go to our reviews on uh, the podcast player for Apple, I'm like, oh, there it is. We got a one star review. It's our first one star review. I think that that's yeah. that's when you've made it, right? When, exactly. When someone hates you enough to go and go through a process that's not exactly easy or you know. or intuitive to say how much they hate you. Yes. Yeah, so shout out, big ups to Godzilla eighteen. Terrible for every reason ever. Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Four of them. And I've got to say, like, you can hate our show. That's, that's fine. fine. 
but our audio quality is great. So oh, we are not yeah. we are not terrible for every reason. Ever. Terrible for every reason ever. Except audio quality. Yeah, we yeah. Sound Production great. value is 100. <laughs> yeah. like, we knocked it out of the park. 110. But anyway, Godzilla 18, thank you for that. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, if you'd like a sticker, <laughs> that's what we say. Send us your address, Rate us buddy. and review us. Send us your address. We'll send you a sticker. <laughs> it might be in an envelope with some white powder, but it'll be a sticker. We would never do that. I would No, we would never. That's just silly. I would actually send you a sticker. Yeah, honestly, I like. I, I'd probably send you two stickers. Right? Yeah. One for you and one for your bad taste. <laughs> All right. Uh, but <laughs> you could also leave us a review like Technophobic Robot. Which Look I love the way he that. spells his name. It's great. How was I able to read that, but I can't smart. read Captain Insano? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Technophobic Robot. This might be my new favorite video game podcast. It's a group of chill and down-to-earth fellas. They deliver their content in a way where I never feel like staunch or rigid opinions are being forced on me as a listener. Unless you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. That was my part. <laughs> uh, looking forward to hearing more. Of course, I might be a little biased since I live in Northwest Washington and I'm a web developer as well. Keep it up, guys. Hey, I'm a web developer that lives in North in, in Washington. If you, you wrote this. I did not write it. <laughs> I would never have a name as cool as Technophobic Robot. Yeah, not, like literally my name everywhere creative. is just Cliff. <laughs> right. I'm a West prod. Yeah. Everywhere. Anyway, I like this guy. Yeah. You First of all, you should come see us. Oh, yeah, come see us at the Renton RetroCon. It's happening this Saturday, the 27th, in Renton at the Thing with the Place. Yeah, just search for Renton we'll, RetroCon. Um, the Renton we'll, we'll Convention Center? It it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's where, it's where it's been for the last couple of years, evidently. Yeah, come hang out. We're going to have uh, some, like, NES minis. Uh, you can play some retro games. We have, we'll have stickers. Yeah. Um, and we're actually going to try and do a little podcasty stuff and find out, like, what people's favorite retro games are so that would be very yeah cool. so come see us if you're there uh yeah, and we you know, can give around. you your sticker in person in person because i'm terrible at mailing them i still owe to james one and i feel terrible i and got a couple of prizes here from our kids fair Oof. that i've not dropped in the mail yet yeah i'm just terrible so i'm gonna try and get give me your address i'll do both of them this week and mm-hmm. he um but also want to say congratulations to uh to oh what was his name i think i've got it right here uh his name is justin he won our gift card, a $50 gift card to GameStop oh, from congrats, the Justin. Northwest Kids Fair this past weekend. And he sent me a text yesterday saying he got his card. Holy crap, it's $50. I didn't know that. Nice. Um, and then we talked about uh, God of War a little bit. Very nice. So, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that, was a, that event was very long and very hard. But, man, we met lots some kids. awesome kids. Lots of kids. Wow. Yeah. Who knew something called the Kids Fair would have a bunch of kids? Who knew? But um, we met some cool people and some cool kids, and it was fun. Yeah, the kids, I got to say, too, for it being, <clears throat> what, there was roughly 10,000 people, I want to say, total. <clears throat> and I'm going to say a good 80% of that was children. Yeah. Um, all those kids that stopped by our booth, with the exception of maybe two, yeah. were really cool kids. Yeah. They were great. They were into games. They didn't know how to use a Switch, but... Yeah, I was really surprised yeah. by that, the number of people that had just never held a Switch controller before. Yeah. Um, we, yeah I think because we're kind of in that big surprise. business, or whatever you will say, um, like I'm like, a Switch just makes sense. And you'd hand it to the kids, and they wanted to hold the, the single Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. like a like almost a remote control, like yeah. sideways, like you'd hold a Wii U controller, or a, a, uh, Wii controller. a Wii controller. Yeah, so... But, yeah, but no, all these kids were super fun. Very fun. Um, and we've got another one of those coming up, if you happen to be in the Pacific Northwest. June. It's coming up in June in Puyallup at the Washington State Fairgrounds. Yep. June so. 14th? Mm, God, I hope not, because th- that's the day after my birthday. <laughs> and no, I'm no, not no. going to be in any kind of shape to be there around kids. Whatever. It's whatever. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, like us, rate us, review us, drop us some some info on you, and we'll get you some free stuff. Please, please. So thank you, Godzilla 18. June 9th. And Technophobic <sighs> Robot.
on June 9th. Okay. All right. All that's done. We start in now with what? News 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Is it News 2? I think so. That's like News, comma, T-O-O. News also? News also. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Let's jump right into it. Blizzard is taking a better late than never approach to games. Yeah, this was just bad. I apologize yeah, for this is, headline. I don't know what happened there. I don't either. I Sometimes I'm in a hurry writing headlines for our, our show notes. And what I was trying to say is that nine years ago, I believe, Blizzard said, hey, StarCraft Two is a vaguely relevant game. I mean, like, I guess probably StarCraft Two probably came out. When did StarCraft Two come out? I don't even know if it was relevant nine years ago, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even remember. But anyway, they said, what we're going to do is we're going to build, like, a shop where people, like, creators, like, not people that work for Blizzard, but just you regulars, could make maps for StarCraft Two, and you could put them on there and sell them. Those They said this nine years nine ago? Nine years ago. Oh, wow. And, um... I believe this week <laughs> that finally launched. And so, you know, on one hand, you have to kind of, I don't know, give them a little bit of props for their commitment to actually following through on these things. They probably didn't need to. Because they probably didn't need to. <laughs> but uh, it uh, it came out. It's got two maps in it. Map packs are like five bucks, and some of that money is going to the original creators. So That's cool. I guess props to... To you guys. And I mean, StarCraft 2 has still got to be kind of relevant because it, I honestly think, I feel like I hear about somebody like dying in a Korean internet cafe yeah, playing it, StarCraft 2. It's like the national sport of Korea. So, oh, okay. I mean, like they play a lot of that game. So, you know, I mean, like I said, more power to them to actually do it. And apparently they're really good um, as well. So, you know, you, you've got to give them like some props on some follow through, but... Goodness gracious. Right, but what I, what I love about the article is that the release dates of the maps have yet to be confirmed. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, again, well, nine years later, hey, that thing we said, it's still on the so way. apparently that must have happened to be, f- let's see, did I say 2009? Or it was it was nine years ago, so, yeah, 2009. Yeah. Apparently that was pre-release of the game because the game came out in 2010. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> eh. Good on him, right? All right. Well, pff, good for you guys. I like it. Um, Before we get to the next one, since we're going to be talking about the Switch, uh, I want to throw one in here real quick because Please I do. don't know if we all saw this. So remember when uh, – what, what's the company? Dbrand that offers the um, – like they offer all the skinning and mods or whatever yeah, yeah, for yeah. different for your phones or mm-hmm. for your game systems or your game pads or whatever. So initially, when they started doing ones for the Nintendo Switch, you couldn't put them on without damaging the actual yeah it can uh, actually, material like, on the yeah. Switch. Uh, now it is safe to skin your Switch. Oh, very cool! They've got some new uh, upgraded like materials. They've been working with 3M. Yeah, it was like the adhesive that would eat away yeah. your Switch controller. So uh, they've been working for the last year with 3M to create a unique adhesive that won't wreck the design. That's way cool. And yeah, so you can skin your entire Switch, Joy-Cons, everything front and back, blah, 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 for about 28 bucks, And that includes a uh, tempered glass. That's really for cool. The front. That's really cool. And they've cool. got some really cool like different colored like carbon fiber type designs, and then just some straight, flat-out matte I, colors. I really want to do the, not just the skinning, but where you actually like, I pull take the plastic apart. off and do the clear ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I think Per Schneider, uh, yep. Adam's Facebook friend, Per Schneider, right. um, yeah. has a... Uh, like see through. He's got like a hundred different switches. Oh my god, like dude, I don't. I think I, don't, I think he only has like a couple switches, but he has probably what do we, what do we decide? Like twenty five, twenty six Joy Cons, something like that. I, probably twenty six because they're a pair, so like thirteen pair. Right. But I think he, I think it's him or maybe Tom Marks who writes for IGN as well. 
um, has a has a see through purple pair that are just dope. And I like I've got the gray ones. I, I, I wanted the neon ones and I couldn't get them. See, I've got I the neon ones and I like the neon ones, so I don't yeah. know if I want to mess with those. But I would go buy just a pair of. They're gray so Joy-Cons. expensive though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. To, to, to do to, it with, to, yeah. yeah, to yeah. switch out. And I kind of want to do the case on my Switch as well. But if you don't want to mess with your Switch and you don't want to take it apart and you don't want to maybe screw it up completely and yeah. spend way less money, you can switch it now. Uh, switch it. See what I did? Oh. Uh, you can uh, skin it with D-brand stuff. That's cool. Zing, because they're very, very cool. Very cool. So there is that. Next article uh, of interest about the Switch. There's a major Switch exploit that could uh, lead to piracy and or homebrew. Yeah, so and, and that's it has just to do with the processing architecture. Yeah, and okay. so essentially, like the 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 method of it is probably less than interesting to everyone. But essentially, it uses the the switch uses an NVIDIA chip, um, much like the like GeForce line of video cards, and they found a, essentially a hardware exploit that allows you to run other code at boot time. And so that's just essentially the first step in uh, essentially hacking a switch, so you could run homebrew games or games that aren't supported on it, or um, like. What I would be interested in is it'll allow you to run, like, SNES emulators on it or, I mean, on that hardware, probably N64 emulators or MAME emulators and, you know. I'm not into – I don't – I'm not interested in pirating games for the Switch. It would also allow for that. Um but I think the Switch is such a cool form factor. I would love to be able to play, you know, Final Fantasy on Mm -hmm. my Switch or, you know. And eventually the eShop will open up and maybe that won't matter. And then you can pay for it. But, you know, there will never probably be a MAME, uh, you know, emulator on Switch or a Genesis emulator on Switch. So yeah, there's, but, there's some cool stuff you can do. And so that's that's like the first step. Right. So. And what's, well, what's interesting about this, though, is as of right now, there's no way to fix it. And there will never be a way yeah. to fix it because it's a hardware. Next, yeah. So they'll yeah. actually have to re-architecture their, the chips that are running on these. So. There's no way to patch that out no, ever. No. Because it's a hardware exploit. Wow. That's, I mean... Or, or more appropriately, I'm sure there is a way to patch it out, but because it exists at a hardware level, it'll just be a like something a, they could work around. It'll be a leapfrog of, hey, we p- fixed it, and then they they'll crack it again. They fixed it, and they'll crack it again. They gotcha. fixed it, and they'll crack it again. So it's a pretty pretty big deal if you're into that that kind of homebrew emulation scene on the Switch. I never did any of the homebrew stuff. Yeah, I never, I've, like, I've played around uh, with it. I I was more like I like I, I soft modded my original Xbox to play emulators on. Um, I, I soft modded my uh, Wii too. So I used to do like I used to um, like root and jailbreak phones. Phones, yeah. And I would put emulators and weird stuff on there, and that was fun. They would work mostly. It's one of those things that it's a little bit like in an in a online world where your your switch is always connected to something. Um, it's a little more dangerous. Like I, I'd always thought about doing like my Xbox 360, mm-hmm. but it got to the point on the Xbox 360 where if they detected that you were using, because I don't know if there was soft modding for that. I think it was actually a hardware mod. And if they detected you were using one, they'd kill your Xbox account. What? So like it got a little more dangerous. And so the Switch may be the same thing. Is right. It may just be. It's there, but you might not want to do it because they could very easily Exactly. Or you'll just always have to remember to turn off your Wi-Fi, that kind of thing. So. Gotcha. Anywho. All right. Uh, up next, PUBG. Is that still a thing? Do people still play PUBG? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's what I, it's what I, I hear. Didn't, wait, did, what, they, there was just a, wasn't there just a, a PUBG-like eSport event? Big eSport. I, I think it's Fortnite? upcoming, like $2.5 okay. million in prize money for oh, PUBG. So it's ooh. it's real money. Dylan, so, are yeah. you going to get in on that? No. I we were chatting about that in the Discord earlier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mansox and I are the same opinion that that game is not ready for esports. No. Oh God, no. No. Um, I mean, power to them if they want to 
use it to generate money and sales, whatever, but your game's not. Well, I, I just have a hard up time. To snuff to, to be an eSport. To me, an eSport with PUBG is either going to be a game where, because I mean, you, you know, you play a hundred people randomly on the internet. You probably have one or two people that are really good in every, in every right. map. Mm. You have a hundred really good players playing each other. Either it's going to be just a like jank fest where each one of them is using weird exploits in order to be good. Or you're going to get down to the end and they're like, they won. And you're like, are you sure? And it's going to be a lot of weird replay stuff to see you right. know, what actually happens. So it's just, it's, It does seem like it's going to be interesting yeah. like to see, like, you put 100 of the best players in one game, what happens. It's kind of weird, too. Like, I, I'm curious to see how they even set up. Yeah. Like, is it just what? Like, I would love it if it was one round. Pick the 100 best players. Let them go play one game. 20 minutes, it's done. That's an interesting two million, idea. Two million dollars for the winner. It's, it's probably that's, more. In theory, that's the theme of the game. Like you shouldn't. You should only need to play one game. Yeah, my guess is it'll probably be uh, like. It, it, I, my guess is they'll have more than a hundred people that want to play. Right. So, yeah, I'm sure there will be some sort of point system or something to get to some. Yeah, like, yeah. like you place and accumulate so many points, and then they're going to take the top. Yeah, hundred players, and then I don't, I don't know. It's such a bizarre game. I mean, I don't think any games ever played that way and been put into a tournament before. So, yeah, I'm not really familiar with how, because I know there is an esport version of like kind of like the Call of Duty multiplayer, and even like uh, like are they going to do a smaller game? Yeah, to me, like if you honestly did this as an esport, I would make a smaller map that can. Which don't they have a smaller map now? Yeah, there was a it was a beta for it, yeah. or, um, a testing for it, but smaller map, higher optimization. Make sure it runs really great because you don't really need a hundred people in right. a, in a survival game like that. Like you encounter five people through the whole game. Yeah. So what's the why do you need a hundred? Well, and I think um, the question is, is, does that if you win that, does that really mean you're the best? No, absolutely you know, it just not. means that you happen to drop in the right place. Other right. people happen to drop, you know. So I think. It, I don't think you can have one game that determines who's the winner. Yeah. It, it, that's a. I'd I'd be very interested in watching yeah. that tournament or seeing at least how that tournament is going to yeah. run. It, it's a, there's a lot of questions. I think that's a huge discussion in itself. Yeah. Of like how this game exists as an esports game beyond like yeah. can it actually run? Um, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but if you happen to play PUBG on the Xbox. Yeah. I got it. I just haven't played it much since I bought it. Yeah, same. Yeah, um, I bought it and played it for a day or two and haven't played right? much more. Uh, the desert map that came out, what? Uh, a couple months of, ago. The end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Miramar. It's coming to the Xbox One test servers. Today, uh, as actually. Of today, as of this recording. Yeah, if you're watching so. on Twitch right now and you like the PUBG on the Xbox, go play because <laughs> it's on the test server as of now. No, no. Stay here yeah, for the podcast, and then when we're done, go play. Right. Yeah. Um, so the PUBG Miramar map is headed to the Xbox One in May, um, but the test server currently Starts has today. it. Yep. And if you've not played it, it's an interesting map. There's a lot more, uh, from what I remember in the short couple of times I've played with it, It's uh, the, the urban areas are definitely more vertical and yeah. more dense. And way wide open outside of them. Yeah, and then yeah. once you're outside of that, it's just desert wide open. And you don't want to go for a jog. No, 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 no. Because you get picked off real quick. Yeah. Um, did you like? Do you like the Miramar map, Dylan? I do, but honestly, I don't think it plays better than the original map. I think it has a lot of shortcomings in the fact that it was so open. Like, if you wanted to get from urban area A to urban area B, good luck. Like, it, and it, it felt disadvantageous to have to move. Right. And I don't think that's a good feeling. Yeah. Like, you should be able to... 
navigate your way safely if you're conscious of it. And I think there's certain situations where that's not possible. Because you can't um, just crawl from one urban area to the next. Right. Um, <laughs> and yes, it's such a big sprawling area. And if, if you have the low ground and you got crap weapons after looting 42 buildings and they have a rifle on the hill, you're good done. luck. Like, and yeah. that's, that's not a fun experience. Um, I, I yes, sp- it's part of the game, but it's not. Right, not fun. I suppose the other PUBG news is uh, on the PC. I believe um, soon, if not already, you're going to actually be able to choose your map. So yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I that'll be cool. Don't remember if they said yes or no. But. Yeah, soon. Well, there's that. There's your yeah. PUBG news. Good. good. Uh, up next, Valve has purchased Firewatch developer Campo Santo, which is really interesting. Is it interesting, exciting, or is it interesting, scary? You know, I would say that. There are a lot of companies that have a very bad habit of buying developers and doing very bad things with those. Um, I would say EA would probably be your your biggest example of that. But Valve actually, the the thing people don't really think about Valve is outside of Half-Life, none of the other games that they've put out have been developed by Valve. Um, Portal was made by another person. Um, Left 4 Dead was made by another team. Um, and uh, Counter-Strike and all those were made by other teams that Valve then got and brought in um, and kind of assimilated into their corporate culture. So, um, like, I'm really excited about this just because, like, I absolutely adored Firewatch. You might have right. heard me talk about it one or two or 8,000 times. I've heard you speak of it. Yeah. Um, and their next game, uh, In the Valley of Gods, or In the Valley of the Gods, I don't remember. In the Valley of Gods. Looks Absolutely amazing, and I think that working with Valve is going to give them access to a lot. I mean, they're a, Campo Santo is a small; they're thirteen people, I think, as they oh, said, wow. or twelve or thirteen people. So, you know, they have Firewatch money, which is awesome, um, and that game sold well over a million copies. So, you know, that's twenty, thirty million dollars worth of of money to play with. But you know, paying people costs money, right. and uh, they're relocating from uh, San Francisco, which has a notoriously high cost of living even compared to seattle um and all of them are uh, well the majority of them are going to be relocating from san francisco to seattle so um, valve is here they're in bellevue yeah. okay okay yeah so um the, i think the only person that isn't is their creative lead um and apparently she just moved away from here <laughs> so she's like, she's like i'm not coming back um <laughs> so uh i think this is great i think it's going it could lead to i mean first of all i think it's going to make in the valley of gods a better game um, and give Campo Santo the just um, by giving them that, that giving them the resources and infusion. giving them you know well and, and giving them access to really smart developers um, and really smart graphic artists and really you know it's it's uh, I don't remember the guy's name um, he used to work for PC Gamer and he made a video game called Heat something I I can't remember but he anyway he was an, he was an editor for PC Gamer UK and then uh, made a couple of Heat Signature I think. And came over here and worked at uh, Valve for like six months as he developed his game, just as kind of a like almost like an artist in residence kind of thing, from what I understand. And he said that just being able to go like, I don't know, I, I can't fix this problem and be able to turn to five other like incredibly smart engineers and going like, what do you what guys do you think? think was huge. So I think it's going to make a better game. But I think, I mean, I love the fact that Valve's getting back into making games again. Um, and if they're going to do it by working with awesome indie studios and Campo Santo has said like this doesn't change the game it doesn't change our working relationship we just work for Valve now so I think that's very exciting and since they're going to be local maybe we can get a hold of them right? and be like hey you should come hang out with they us. have their own podcast but I would really like them to come on ours like if you actually if you don't listen to it Idle Thumbs is a very good podcast and that's but, yeah. Valve's podcast no it's Campo, uh, Campo well okay. people that worked on Firewatches oh, okay, okay so 
goes back a little further. Well, maybe we could do a little crossover right? episode. Oof. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Good creative people. Give them money and resources. Right? You expect good results. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think well, I need to I think say the, more than that. The nice thing about Valve is Valve takes a very, very, very hands-off approach to everything, um, which is... Good. They're in, just like make sure it's good so we can make money, and we won't mess with you, right? And, and, and but I mean, like their their management structure is flat. Like they they don't have. I mean, like it's Gabe and then everybody else. Um, wow. They all have like desks that can be moved, so they just reform teams at random. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. Um, and so I think that this is going to give them a lot of freedom and autonomy, but also enable them to make a better product. So I'm nice. excited. Um, another cool thing coming up, uh, if you own an Xbox and you happen to uh, like the Discord as well, you're going to soon be able to link your Discord account with your Xbox account. Yeah. Which, and theoretically use that via your Xbox. Not exactly Maybe? yet. Okay. Um, and so, and that was what I first thought. I'm like, oh, sweet. Finally, we can fuse like, like Discord chat and Xbox chat. And that's not happening yet. And so okay. what this will work like is, um, do you have your Discord tied to your Twitch or not, uh, Twitch, or just even allow it to say which game you're playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know how you'll see... So, like, see, if, I, if I pop on, I can see it's play, somebody's playing, you know, PUBG. I remember how I was playing Overwatch yeah, for, like, six months. Yeah. Um, it'll enable you to do that. So you'll be able to say, oh, hey, I, a bunch of my friends on the Xbox are playing Sea of Thieves. Right. I can hop over and go play with them because now I know what they're playing, even if I'm on my PC, not my Xbox. Gotcha. But what I'm hoping is that this is, like... And so that's all it is right now. Right. But what I'm hoping is that this might be just the first step in... Like completely integrating it into Completely integrating. I would love to be able to merge... You know, I started up a, you know, a game on my Xbox and added a bunch of people into a party and then added three more people from Discord. Like, that'd be absolutely awesome. Yeah, that'd be really, really cool. Hopefully that's the next step. But for now, and Discord's voice chat is so simple to use. It really like, is. It, Once you figure it out, like yeah, I, I can never remember how to not hang that up. Hard to figure out. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> not, yeah, hanging up. But it'd be really cool if they could make because I've tried a couple of online like party games. I think one of them was actually Sea of Thieves with Dylan yeah. and uh, Vinny and Kevin. And I don't know, trying to get into that voice chat, trying to get that party set up, it was kind of between difficult. X, like, between Xboxes, it's super easy. Between Well, I, I don't normally know. it's pretty easy. But when you pull in PC users, which mm. Vinny was, it gets oh, complicated. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so. Um, so, hey, that's cool. Uh, the rollout on the integration of Discord into Xbox is, Xbox is going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. That's so keep an eye out for that. Uh, lastly, in our news, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is not going to have a traditional single-player campaign. It's instead going to focus on multiplayer... And uh, zombies and other stuff. The word on the street is they just ran out of time. Right. Um, They they got to end. They're like, well, we can't finish the single player in time to actually launch it. So we're just not going to do it. But I bet you they had time to get in a battle royale mode. Yeah. (laughs) There is a battle royale royale mode. Yeah. It's being built. It's not being built by, um, I think this is Treyarch's game Mm -hmm. this time around. It's being built by Ravensoft, I think. Yeah. but, you know, there's that. There's a zombie mode. And so, you know, and, and the, the downside with with all of those kind of games, Call of Duty and Battlefield and Battlefront and, and all that, is that nobody plays the single-player game. Like, right. it's everyone knows that nobody plays the single-player game. It's like 5, 8, 10, 12% of, of people like really start and low? finish it. It's super low. Everyone gets it for the multiplayer. Oh, I didn't know. I've, and I've never played a single Black Ops or, and the or thing Call is, of Duty is like, or Battlefield for me, or anything. I've never played the multiplayer. All I play is the single player. So it's it's disappointing. Um, but it'll, mostly what's really interesting to see is, like, 
A, are people still going to be willing to pay $60 for a game that doesn't have a single-player mode? And, I mean, they did with the first Battlefront, but all they did was complain that there was no single-player mode. So, I mean, and then they brought out a single-player mode for Battlefront 2, and everyone just hated it, so whatever. Well, you liked it. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was good. It was like a 7.5, maybe an 8. Um, but, uh, you know, are they going to be willing to pay that? And is the multiplayer, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, cool, well, that'll, that will, uh, that'll give them more time to work in the multiplayer and make the multiplayer good. But it doesn't sound like that's actually the case. It sounds like, oh, shoot, last minute, that game launches in October. Um, we're just not going to have time to do it. So, I mean, I guess that gives them five months of being able to pull those Maybe. teams together if they keep those resources on this game. Right. So it's uh, it's an interesting conundrum. So I guess we'll see. I guess Maybe we'll know I'm, in, I think, early October. Yeah, October 12th is when uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is scheduled for release yeah. on the PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox yeah, One. which is about a month early. That, that usually goes in November, but everyone's getting out of the way of Red Dead. Yeah, I'm um, curious to see what they're going to, you know, show at E3 what they're Same. actually going to say yeah. about it. E3 is coming up like in a month and a half. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Mm, I'm it, not going. I'm not either. Oh. And it's actually the same weekend as Kids Fair. So, meh. <laughs> we'll have a TV I mean, the I'll booth. gladly skip over a bunch of screaming children to go to E3 <laughs> and have a bunch of screaming adult children. But it's go. fine. Um, all right. There's all your news. Aww. All the news that's Aww? fit to news. I don't know. That was that we got through that quick. Dylan drew, a, drew a really nice giraffe while we were doing it. Though. Can I see the giraffe? Can we show it One to our second. Twitch? Yeah. Our Twitch viewers. He's working on it. It's real nice. You? How do you see? I can't draw. He's got skills. That's awesome. Mad skills. Yeah. yeah. I like to play. What you need is an iPad. Yeah, you need an iPad with an Apple Pencil that turns you into an artist. Bang, bang, boom. Just well, like that. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Me either. Yeah. It means bang, bang, boom. I'm I think a I'm going to buy one of so bad. Just do it. I yeah. make noise. I can make noise and music and stuff, you but I can't. You make beautiful noise, Adam. Yeah. And you talk good, too. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, all right. We have got questions from Seth, Garrett, Joe Coleslaw, Mansox, and... Hey, yo, Vinny! <laughs> What's wrong with that, Adam? <laughs> I really was really hoping he was going to go for News 3, but, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. No, uh, no, no, yeah. no News 3. I can't please anyone. <laughs> I try to make a joke, then I what suck. What was the joke? It, apparently the it joke wasn't. was he wasn't paying attention. Oh. <laughs> it was really well. And then I well, made really a joke well later. You do you do good work. And you question me. No, I and like, now I don't give you the joke when you actually want it. I liked News what 2 a lot. I thought News 2 was very good. I want humor and I want it all the time. Yeah. I need you to Are be you, on point 24-7. Are you guys familiar with Louis, the show? Uh, I'm familiar with Louis like Anderson, Louis but not the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, oh, Louis. Yeah. yeah passingly. Um the, I think the episode's hilarious when he uh, he goes into this like meeting uh, and he's pitching the show or, or whatever. And David Lynch is the producer that he's pitching to, <laughs> and David Lynch is like, "Be funny!" And then like he, under the pressure, like he can't be funny, but he's just like, "Be your comedian, be funny." <laughs> it's it's hilarious. It's it's so uncomfortable because that show is just that all the time. Right. But it's great. Oh, Interesting. Okay. So it. you're basically trying to say you're Louis C.K. Right now, I'll, I'll no. I'll warn all the women you're in just, the office. You're just having. Well, I'll, I'm I'll telling you to feet. be funny, and you're not being funny. <laughs> I'll touch your feet. But okay, I don't know what I'm. <laughs> Stop now. All right, so Vinny has another character quiz for us. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. I, I know one. I know one. Simon Dolan. Oh, wait, do I need to get? Wait, there's the, only one I'm questionable about. I think I need to get the. Uh, the document up. So go go ahead. Yeah, sure. All right. Number one, Simon Belmont. What game is he from? Uh, he is from. Uh, one, two, three. Castlevania. Okay. <laughs> number 
<laughs> Hang on. Uh, number, t- number two, Dominic Santiago and Damon Baird. Okay. <sighs> I don't know. I'm guessing it's a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. No. What? It's Gears of War. Is it Gears of oh, War? Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, look at me being a... So Full yes, Castle, Castlevania is the first one correct, and the second one is Gears of War two slash three. If you want to be very, very, I think, I think Dom's in the first one. Though, I don't he? know. I don't know. I've played the first part of uh, Gears of War, like the first part of the first game. Are you like playing the remastered one? Times? No. Oh, I've, you need to play the remastered yeah. one. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, three. Frank Fontaine. I don't know. Bioshock. Oh, mm. I believe it is Bioshock. Yeah. You might be right. I'll look. Yeah, yeah, well, you need to look. It Somebody is. needs to tell it us. It is Bioshock. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, Naru, Kuro, and Gumo. Mm. I'm guessing Nino Kuni. I'm totally wrong. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Do you know? This is the, the one I'm kind of questionable. Well, what do you want to guess? Don't really, you don't want to guess? Really okay, know. so the answer is, oh, Adam. Oh, no. Oh, I know Adam. what it is. It's, um, it's, uh, uh, uh. Oh my god. Hang on. It's like Adam's Don't favorite game ever. Why <laughs> am I losing this right now? We'll skip this right now. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Uh number five is Ori. There you In go. The blind forest. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong. No, it was right. You're too late. It's right, oh, but you're too god. late. Clementine and Lee. Oh, I got that one. I is it uh <laughs> go ahead. I, Walking dead. dead. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh oh, I know this one too. Clap I know this trap. one too, yeah. One, two, three, Borderlands. All right. God, Claptrap is... Yeah, Claptrap's amazing. Go look on the internet and look up, um, like, Claptrap more Wub Wub. It's, like, my favorite video of <laughs> oh, all <yeah>. time. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. It was kind of, like, some of the teaser trailers for Bioshock 2. Yeah. It's real funny. Uh, uh, yeah, because they're, like, more Sorry, guns, yeah, yeah. more this, more that, more, and more Wub. More Wub Wub. <laughs> yeah. And then he it's just, like, like breaks whoa, down into this, like, whoa. <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> it's nice. real good. Uh, number seven, Eddie Riggs. I don't know. Brutal Legend. Oh, it's been a while since Never I played, played that it. game. Never Brutal Legend's it. good. We actually have a question about Brutal Legend later. later. It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, number eight, Jimmy Hopkins. I don't know this one either. Spider-Man. What? I <laughs> Bully. I've uh, never played Bully either. I've never played that. That's a game that I wish would get... I think it just it got needs, remastered, but, but I want it, it to be redone. Exactly. Yeah, it really I hear does. great things about it, but I'm not going to play a, like, yeah. 2000. Seven? Six? So I seven? played it when yeah. it was... It's a PS2 game. Yeah, like, and I played nah. it remastered on the Xbox 360. Yeah. It wasn't fun. And yeah, it, well, no, it was, it was absolutely fun. great, it, but it definitely... It needs the... It just gave it a fresh coat of paint. And it needs the polish treatment, yeah. and like the re, rebuilt treatment. Sure, sure. Rebuilding. Uh, number nine, Cole Felt. God, this one is... Right there for Cole me, but Phelps. I can't remember who it is. You know who it is? That it's another Rockstar game. Oh, I don't I'm know. I'm gonna guess Red Dead Redemption. L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Uh, I I played about 45 minutes of that game and didn't like it. I so. love that I game. Loved it. I, I play again. I but I'm the same as you. I played like maybe two hours of it. I for some really reason it, I could not it. get the like. You know, watch these people do their thing and wait for their like I don't know winky They're, face. So wait you know for their facial tics. Because I I like watch it. I'm like I don't know. And then I guess they're like that's wrong. And I'm like. Uh, this one, they're like, that's also wrong. I'm like, I don't think I'm good at this game. You're just a bad investigator. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, maybe you should You're go back to like, uh, like writing speeding tickets, buddy. Right. So, all right, uh, number ten, last one, number ten, Bill I, Francis Lewis and Zoe. I know this one. 
Do you? Bill Francis Lewis and Zoe. One, two, three. Left, Left for dead. dead. Oh, okay. Bill also. Uh, it never played it. Oh, dang. Left for Dead is so good. So good. We, I used to play it. Me and my brother used to play it together when my kid was really, really young, like two or three, like probably too young to be. And, and you know, he wasn't playing it, but he'd like be in the room. And, is it like uh, a survival game? It's a it's a Horror? like a it's a like a zombie. So it's a four player co op game where you're in a city trying to get from essentially like point to point in order to get out of the city. And it's zombie hordes. So you'll fight like a you know there'll be zombies everywhere, but then you'll set off a car alarm or you'll set yeah. off something and you'll just get like chased by. What feels like hundreds of zombies, which is probably actually like Ten, forty, <laughs> but uh, it's it's really intense. But yeah. there's uh, there's uh, zombies called uh, witches in there's the game, witches. I think, and you can hear witches because they cry. They sound yeah. like they're crying. And if you're and you have to sneak past them because if you if you don't, they'll start just screaming, and that'll call it a zombie horde. Oh, as well as they're really aggressive and they're and super aggressive, and... but. Uh, that sounds kind of creepy. We, me and my brother were playing and like didn't think he was really paying that much attention. And he's like, Dad, I think that's a witch. You should be careful. I'm like, oh, I'm a terrible parent. Yeah, time to go to bed. Oh, well. <laughs> he's oh. grown up just fine. And now would be absolutely terrified of what If you were dead, on so. Twitch right now, you'd see us throw air quotes up around just fine. <laughs> he's just fine. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, there's that. There's our quiz for the week. Thank you, Vinny. Good stuff, Vinny. Yeah. Um, all right, up next, Seth Harker. Why is his name clickable? Oh, we can see. Because oh, I pasted it in from did. Facebook. Hi, yeah. Seth. The hair is amazing. <laughs> I didn't actually look. Dude, <laughs> I would kill for that hair. Are you kidding it's me? It's good hair. It's good hair. <sighs> he looks like he stepped right out of that new uh, Battle Royale game from. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what's that called? Uh. Whatever. Cliffy B's Battle Royale. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. really forgettable. I tried it. <laughs> oh, really? The game looks great. Yeah, I've heard also that it's not But great. the hair is not forgettable. But anyway. Good job, Seth. All right, Seth wants to know, have you heard about or played the game Time Shift? That was such a good game, but he never hears any talk about it. Have you guys ever heard of or played this game? Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like I've heard I'm I'm clicking the link now. I put it in just so he could have heard about it somewhere, but the answer is no. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so it came out uh, in 2007. I totally remember the artwork for this game. Yeah. Like, I remember the, I remember the cover art. Like, totally. Uh, it, it's got pretty decent reviews. I yeah. mean, it, like, you know, mid-sevens on uh, Metacritic, so, you That's know. not bad. Uh, so it came out in 2007. It's a first-person shooter from Saber Interactive, published by Sierra Entertainment. This is all from the wiki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wiki page. Uh, and Sierra, are they even still around? Uh, no, they wanted a business... And they're the ones who, Wait, like... no, Sierra on... Uh, I can't remember. I know that they published all the, like, the Kings... All the King's West games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of great, 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 great... All those point-and-clicky kind of games the, from way, yeah, way, way, way 90s. back. Apparently... Uh, so came out on Windows, PS3, and the Xbox 360. It came out on the Xbox Live Marketplace. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Sierra is still in business. No, I have played the demo for this game, because it was included on... Uh, in an issue of Xbox Official Magazine oh, when they used to go. give you the discs. So I, I have played the demo, and I do remember it being fun. Of course, any shooter that came out in the, in the Xbox yeah, era yeah, yeah. was, was I, pretty honestly fun. pretty good, and I loved all of them because that's I think that's just what you had, and you loved it no matter what. Yeah, and yeah. I was much less picky about games. Cause yeah. um, and I want to say, now that I'm reading about the gameplay, because the key feature in Time Shift, uh, according to the gameplay section on their wiki page, is the player's ability to control time, slowing, stopping, or even rewinding time more or less at will. I mm-hmm. want to say I remember when this game came out, they were talking, they were really talking that part of it up because yeah. it, was, it wasn't a bullet time thing. Right. 
it was like you could actually manipulate Effect. time yeah, forward and backward. Time. So this is and a first person shooter. Outside of that, this is actually kind of interesting. So Sierra Online, which was the the predecessor to Sierra, Sierra mm-hmm. Entertainment, all that stuff, um, was bought out by a company in 1996 and that company was then acquired by another company which became Vivendi Games eventually and then Vivendi was acquired and merged with Activision and Sierra Online was dissolved in 2014 but they relaunched it or no I'm sorry they relaunched it in 2014 um, as kind of a publishing arm for the old King's Quest game they actually bought out a new King's Quest game that's actually really good. Oh, wow. Um, and a couple other things, but it's actually based in Bellevue. So. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> yeah, really they're cool. they're local. I didn't know. Um, wow, yeah. Now, so now that I've read this, I kind of want to see if maybe they're going to offer backwards compatibility for it since it is a 360 game. It very easily could uh, be, On the yeah. Xbox. That'd be fun. That'd be really cool. Thanks for uh, bringing that game to our attention, uh, Seth. Yeah, that looks really cool. All right. Up next, Garrett has a question for us uh, about Microsoft. Will they shut down Halo Online despite its booming population? So this is actually, this is really interesting. So uh, Halo Online was a Halo game based off of Halo 3 um, released in Russia um, exclusively. And kind of was a thing, and then they they killed it. It wasn't really made by Microsoft. It wasn't really made by, um, by uh, I guess at that time it probably would have been Bioware, or not Bioware, um, folks that do Destiny, um, whatever. Uh, 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 them. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So it was made by this third-party company. They launched it. was interesting, cool idea, you know, whatever. And so, but then it got shut down, and it was it was kind of a thing that people outside of Russia were using like VPNs to get into because it was just a fun way to play Halo. And Halo Three had kind of a good thing going, and you know whatever. And so um, some modders, um, and it's a mod community called El El Dorado, I guess, <laughs> kind of like El Dorado. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Um, have like resurrected this thing from the dead. Um, and they've actually got it up and running, and there's server browsers, and you can go on and play this kind of cool Halo Online based off Halo 3 game. And so far, I mean, it's been up and running now for like three or four days, and so far, Microsoft hasn't said anything about it. Huh. Um, and, you know, it's 100% violating all sorts of intellectual property right. and and so on and so forth. And so there's this kind of like... Are they going to take it down? Are they not? I mean, they'd be well within their rights to, but but lately, Microsoft's been kind of like Microsoft kinda cool needs dad gamer. All the, yeah, and they right? also need all the help they can get this yeah. generation. So it's like any... any. And, but I mean, you also is- know that Halo 6 is coming out soon. Um, I, I bet Halo 6 gets announced at E3. Um, and so... You know, are they going to let this live? Are they are? So, I mean, I don't know the answer to, to the question, but it sure is an interesting, an interesting development. I mean, it might be cool just to see. It. Maybe they're just kind of watching to see how it goes and see how right? it plays and see what people think of it, and either trying to find a way to acquire it themselves exactly. and bring it into their own yeah. fold, or take notice of how it's going, do all the things that aren't working. Correct yep. and make them correct along yeah. with all the things that are working, and then shut them down. But after apparently, they say, a bunch of people idea, are playing guys. it too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a really interesting idea. I'm, I'm very huh. something I want to keep an eye on because it's it's such an interesting thing. I mean, those really good Halos. Like those multiplayer experiences were great. So yeah, it's not surprising that that would be. I never played a Halo game successful. I think I, no. I think I played some of the first Halo. I've beat the, the first one, but I've not yeah. played any of them past that. So and I I know I keep wanting to go back and play five, and I hear five's not good. So yeah. I don't know. 
Someday. Someday. Right. Well, thank you, Garrett, for that. Up next, Joe Coleslaw. He wants to know, are there any games that have a soundtrack that is so spot on, every song has a purpose and sets the tone for what you're about to do? His example would be Brutal Legend, using the intro of Two Children of the Grave looped until you attack your first enemy, then rolling into the song. Classic. Uh, side note, when will we get a remaster of Brutal Legend? I hope Double Fine is into it. Yeah. So so first part of the question, games with a soundtrack that are just like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I talk about Abzu all the time. I think Abzu had mm-hmm. a terrific soundtrack that just matched up incredibly well with the game itself. Um, Doom has... The soundtrack's incredible. It's so good, and it's just... It's exactly what you want from a Doom game, um, and it does such a good job of making that game feel far more, I think, frantic than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe not more so than it actually is, but it sets the mood very well for that. Totally. Um, I think the intro to... Uh, Burnout Paradise oh. is so good. Like well, Bur- the the soundtrack to Burnout Paradise for is basically now anachronistic as that soundtrack yeah, is yeah, because yeah. It's, there's still some classic songs on yeah. there. And when they come on and the right song starts at the beginning of the right race mm-hmm. and it just makes the whole yeah. game. It's perfect. Um, I've been really enjoying the music in Far Cry Five. Um, it, yeah, you have to be kind of into that kind of music, I guess. Yeah. But there's a lot of like very fighty sections. Yeah. That they like the plus side is like the music kicks in. You're like, oh, this is awesome, and it works a lot of the time as long as the fight doesn't go on too long. But I've right. been in a couple of them where you're like the one guy you have to kill to end this section. Just like sponge. I don't know, random. Well, he just walked off into the woods. I'm like, where'd that dude go? So you have to, to go like you, yeah, you have to hunt him down and then kill him, and then the music ends. I'm like, this music was really cool for the first two minutes of that fight, and then right. kind of dragged on. Um, and I think the only other one I would say is not music, but overall sound design um, inside was oh, yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. insanely you, well done. And if you want to go more towards sound design, uh, you got to check out Hellblade. Yeah, I need, again, I need to, that's on my list. Um, the mu- A lot of the music in God of War 3, basically the whole God of War series, the music in those games, it matches the epicness yeah. of all the fighting and all this, the sets, set pieces I think it's stuff. true about Destiny as well. Yeah, Destiny has great music. Marty... Whatever his name is, yeah, is it's a really good composer. He did all the Halo music, too. Marty McMartinson. Marty McMartinson. Sure, that guy. Marty O'Donnell. Uh, Dylan, do you have a soundtrack game that just speaks to you um, perfectly? You know, I, I think Brutal Legend is a very interesting like, yeah. choice for this, just because it... It's a it's a game that's set in this like metal universe where everything is just metal. So like all these metal songs are a part of it. Like it's it's cool, and I don't think most like other games like the soundtrack is on the radio, but this game yeah. actually like I don't know like, incorporates it, them. It's part of that that game. I don't remember what way. part of it is. Cause I played that game for a while, and I, I didn't put ton of time into it maybe three or four hours but i remember some black sabbath song came in it just like this awesome part i'm like oh man you can't yeah. you just can't beat that and it's so. just it, 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 it being a part of the game is more interesting than i could say like how cool the the grand theft auto soundtracks are on yeah. the radio stations like that's cool but it's just it's, it's yeah, a yeah. cool song so it's uh and I, I think the answer to the second question is is I, when he first said it, like, Brutal Legends doesn't need a remake. That game's relatively new, right? And apparently, no. It came out in 2009. It probably could use a yeah. remake. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did see today that Tim Schafer is super, who's Tim Schafer's the kind of head of, of Double Fine, mm. um, but was also big in, like, the LucasArts games in the 90s. Um, just redid, Double Fine did the, the new version of Full Throttle. Um, 
and he he said that he would he would love to redo a bunch of old uh, LucasArts games. So maybe 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 he could get on a little bit of uh, redoing Brutal Legend. Exactly. Although my guess is that would be hard uh, from a music licensing perspective. Yeah, you probably have to wonder. relicense all that music, which would be hard. Well, now I'm just gonna have to go back and try this game. It's fun. Uh, you hate Jack Black though, so maybe it's not your. Jam. Oh yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. done. It's, right. it's super good though. Like, it's real fun, and it's weird because it, it's like this action beat 'em up. Like I mean. God of War or what's the Darksiders kind of mm-hmm. like it's okay. that, that kind of like hack and slash like run around beat them up but then it also is it a 3D world yeah, or is, okay. yeah. Um, and then at, towards the end it like turns into like this tower defense beat them up like because it has this whole like god element to it like the, the rock gods kind of thing so it's it's a wacky it, it's, game. A, it's, it's wacky. fun though it's super cool though yeah. And Jack Black, like, love him or hate him, that's fine. If you don't yeah, like yeah. him, that's, that's whatever. But he's he was the perfect yeah, casting absolutely. for that, maybe for that I, character. It's like I'll School of Rock. It's just yeah, like exactly. he fits in that game, like, in that yeah. role. Because, like, that is Jack Black. Like, Jack Black is Eddie Riggs. It's like the character's not... Yeah, it, they're synonymous. But I mean, we can also other. be honest. It's a nine-year-old game. There's probably a bunch of other games that are more recent that you should play. Okay. So. <laughs> true, true, true. Um... um so back to Far Cry Five, really quick. Yes. So remember, I was no, saying, I'm fine going back to Far Cry um, Five all the time. This is completely out of nowhere. Uh, remember how I was saying I couldn't beat John Seed in the plane? Yeah, because and you can't stop that mission once you're in that boss fight. You're in that boss fight. You can't cancel out of it. You can't kick out of it. Really, I could not get out of it because I wanted to go finish that uh, one outpost, liberate that, get the dude's wife, so yeah. he could go get the plane and uh, do the thing. So I couldn't get out of the fight. Yeah. So I looked up an exploit on YouTube. I'm like, how do I how do I beat this guy if it's just me? If you start the fight, have him chase you, and before your plane blows up from him shooting you, parachute out into a densely forested area. Yeah. Get in there, and he will circle above you and keep going lower. Oh, you can and just lower shoot him lower. with your machine gun, and no, 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 oh, he'll no. keep circling lower and lower, and lower, <laughs> dropping on you, and then eventually we'll get stuck in the trees. <laughs> He got stuck uh, in the trees. I got up to him, and I just I sat there. I had to sit there for about five minutes unloading bullets into this guy's head. Uh, and I, that's then he amazing. Ends up, he ends up popping out of the plane, standing next to it, and then I just one shot at him. And he was that's dead. amazing. And that's how I beat that. Uh, I Spoilers. love that. I uh, I think that's actually one of my favorite parts of that game because like the physics are just wackadoo in <laughs> yeah. that game, and the the enemy AI and the animal AI and whatever. Is when when you get to the point on every so each of the three areas you'll get to the point where they're like you're being hunted and at first they send bad guys after you and then they send dudes in helicopters and then they should do, send out dudes in airplanes and the airplanes kind of suck because they're hard to shoot down right. and they'll both strafe you with bullets and they'll bomb you but in the third area there's a lot of it that's just like these sheer rock cliff faces so every once in a while you'll especially when you spawn into an area you'll spawn in and all of a sudden a plane will just fly by and just slam into the side of the mountain you're like oh <laughs> hey boom. <laughs> It's happening uh, probably four or five times. It's that wacky. game is great. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, all right, back to this last question from Mansox. Always the most important question of the week. What is your favorite flavor of jelly bean? Mm. Mm. Grass. What? Well, thanks for listening to the show, folks. <laughs> no, um, that's a real flavor, though, from Jelly Belly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does it taste like grass? I'm not going to say it actually is my favorite, but like I was surprised that it... it one, it kind of tastes like grass, and two, it wasn't that bad. Interesting. Right. Interesting. I Probably my favorite, like, normie jelly bean is I really like the black ones. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Licorice? licorice? Yeah, I Ooh. guess. I don't know. Is that what yeah, flavor they are? Licorice. I like black licorice a lot, too, though. So, mm. um, 
It's the only I, real licorice. Well, you that's know. our show, folks. Yeah. I, I actually don't like jelly beans like at all. I, like, I don't really want them. I like the Starburst jelly beans a lot. Like the Starburst brand ones. They're like I super fruit flavory. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Um, yeah. The black pepper one's terrible. Ooh. You think? Yeah. Um, I like, so if we're talking about. Buttered popcorn. I was going to say, Jelly Belly's buttered popcorn is so good. And their strawberry daiquiri is really, really good, too. So my mom hates the buttered popcorn ones. Hates the buttered popcorn ones. And I I don't know why we did it, but we'd be like... (laughs) You know, eating some jelly. She's like, oh, can I have some? I'm like, here, mom, have this. And she's like, isn't that the popcorn? I'm like, nah, it's lemon. She's like, oh, okay. And she'd eat it. Oh, it's buttered popcorn. Blah. And like 30 seconds would go by and we're like, here, have some jelly belly. She's like, isn't that the popcorn one? I'm like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, it's some other yellow flavored. Blah, it's popcorn. Okay, well, the we did it for like of, an hour. The first time you do it, you're kind Shame of. Shame on her. Yeah. No, you're kind of a dick. She's going to do it the second yeah. time. She's going to believe her child. It was just hilarious because no. she'd come back like five minutes later and I, I don't know, have blinked and forgotten <laughs> that like that buttered popcorn jelly bellies is the thing. We're like, here. No, no, that one's a pear one. Oh, the pear ones are Pear ones too. are delicious, by the way. But I mean, I, I think we could still do it to her. It would be funny. So mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll have my brother try and give her some jelly bellies. It would be funny. Okay. Something's wrong with Dylan. Well, there we I think go. Dylan broke. Uh, there's your questions. Thank you, Mansox, Joe Coleslaw, Garrett, Seth, and Vinny. I don't know what, what uh, Mansox's favorite jelly belly is, or jelly bean is, I'll have to ask. Oh, yeah, he didn't answer. He yeah, usually, he usually he's, answers. He usually has yeah. a follow-up with that. All right, uh, let's get into some cheap free games right quick-like. Uh, games with gold right for May has been announced, correct? It has, yeah. All right. Uh, first, Super Mega Baseball 2. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. I don't I know guess, where the first one we'll came see. from. Yeah. It went. Yeah. Or if it just didn't actually happen, kind of like how they end up, what is the Battlefront or Battlefield ones now? It's like just Battlefield. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, which was a PS Plus game Jeez, last year. a year ago, yeah. Yeah, last year. So if you got a PS4, uh, you've already got that. But if you don't have a PS4 and an Xbox and you want to play it. This will be the third copy of this game I own because I bought it. I've never And then, it. like, I haven't either. And then, like, three weeks later, it came as a PS Plus game, and then now it's on the, the Xbox. I've I've heard it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, I've heard. I don't and think I've ever that old, heard. what, 2015? Yeah. yeah. End of 2015, too. So it's pretty new. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, it's supposed to be great. I just have never played it. So I've never um, played a Metal Gear Solid game at all. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth one was really good. They're yeah. all super stealthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, or can I would, be. I would challenge anyone to go back and play the old ones because it was a very weird mechanic where you could only move. It was like a two-dimensional game, but in a 3D space. It's very kind of hard to explain. Oh, weird. Um, where you could only move in certain directions in the map, but you could oh. see more. Like It was really bizarre. And they, I think on Metal Gear Solid 3, they changed it and allowed you to actually freely move around in three-dimensional space when they did like the the update version. That was a big deal mm-hmm. um, and made the game playable because like, I found it incredibly frustrating even at the time when games had much jankier mechanics normally <laughs> and you were kind of used to it but it was that, frustrating and then metal gear solid 4 was just like open wow. third person move around the world and it was awesome but this franchise has been around for what 20 years a long time i don't Close know about that it? long but a long time i want to say it, yeah. it debuted on the original playstation 
Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Is, so, that, is, is original PlayStation games 20 years old now? They're 21 years old. God, I'm so old. 21 or 20. Yeah, that's true. I, years old, no, yeah, because I sold them as, I, I sold them yeah. when I worked retail when I was 19. So. Uh, yeah, that came Oof. out That came out 94, 98. 95. The, oh, the, the first mm-hmm. Metal Gear? All right. Dang. Um, I gotta say, Kojima looks good for a dude who's been making video games for 22 years. Mm-hmm. True, true. Uh, up next, the game everybody has been waiting for. Uh, thank God it's free. Sega Vintage Collection: Streets of Rage. Oh yeah, yeah. I do love Streets of Rage. I do. I do it's too. Kind of fun. Oh, it's so good. Is Streets of Rage the one where you save the president at the end? I, I don't think I've ever played maybe. that far. I'm not sure. No. Uh, maybe I don't know because there was like also the bad news, dudes and bad no, dudes. Oh, it's bad dudes where out. you serve you like you save Ronald Reagan at the end. Oh, yeah. Let's go get a cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> um, and finally, in your games with gold for May is Vanquish. Vanquish looks real good. It was made by Platinum, the folks who make a bunch of other games. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that sorry, detailed that was, analysis. Platinum made Bayonetta. <laughs> they, they made Bayonetta. The Wonderful 101. Yeah, they made a bunch of other things. Love the Wonderful 101. Yeah. It was cool. They so made parts of Nier Automata. Nier Automata? Automata. So this game actually looks pretty cool. It's got a 78 on Metacritic, so probably worth a play. I watched the the trailer to this when this was announced, so yeah, yeah I know good. that game. Cool. Looks good. Um, so there are your cheap free games, uh, your games of gold for May on the Xbox, and those are going to uh, what show up on Tuesday the 1st is what I'm guessing. Uh, yes, correct. Sure, let's go yep. with that. Yep. All right, it's that's only the that. PlayStation when you have to do weird math for it. Well, that's, and I'm doing the weird math for that because that'll also be Tuesday the 1st. Oh, yes. Yeah, have they announced those yet? They have not. How have they not? It's less than a week away. I, oh, PlayStation, turds. man, they, they not follow those rules even when those yeah. rules don't really align with mm-hmm. what's convenient for the rest of the world. All right. Let's wrap this up with Troll Corner Part 2. Um, <laughs> Rockstar <laughs> has announced the GTA 5 Premium Online Edition. I you I saw this thing and I'm like, oh, hey, that's cool. Me. Like. Like, they're finally to get around to effectively, like, their Game of the Year edition. This game came out five years ago. Like, it's time, right? Package everything up together and sell it at a price that makes sense. Nope. Nope. Sell it at a price that's retail for GTA Five. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, so, so, okay. Before we get into this, does this include... All DLC, every everything possible that There's can come. Never with been it. There's DLC. never been any DLC. Never been DLC. Really? So what you get is oh you get God. you get Grand Theft Auto, and then you get Grand Theft Auto Online, but including every single piece of content that came with it up until now, which sound which is great. I mean, it essentially means you don't have to download it because it's all free anyway. I was gonna yeah, you don't have to pay for this. Stuff. Yeah, but then you also get. Um, the like, uh, uh, like the the starter pack that comes. It's the criminal enterprise pack, which comes with a bunch of stuff, uh-huh. including a million dollars in in-game money, which sounds like a ton. And depending on how you play, may be a ton of money. But you also have to remember, like, a, you know, a house in that game can cost a quarter million dollars, or a half million dollars, or you know, tricking out a motorcycle club can cost three quarters of a million dollars. Like a million dollars is not a ton of money, and and you know, if you die a lot in that game too, you have to pay a hospital fee every time you, what? you know, like you have to if you own a house, you have to pay rent. If you own a car, you have to pay insurance. So like you can, I burned through like two hundred grand in that game in a weekend one time. Wow. Um. So it's great, 
but that's not a ton of money. Right. But pricing. Pricing yeah, so is, now, is amazing. Now, before we get into the pricing, keep in mind that Grand Theft Auto V holds, like, the place of making more money than any, bu- any book, any film, or any game. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Like, ever. What I mean, it, probably not adjust, what, maybe not adjusted for inflation. Well, but I mean, because how much did they make? $6 billion. $6 billion. Yeah. Um, but also keep in mind that GTA came out in 2013. Yeah, this game's five years old. It's five years old, but has been on the top 10 bestseller list on the, the NDP. Ever since it came out. For, I think, 37 of the last 41 months or something. That's ridiculous. So at, and it, I mean, that game retails for $60. Still. Like, you pay $60 for that game unless you buy it on sale. If you go check the digital store right now, the game's probably $60. It is $60. It's I absolutely saw it last night insane. On, PS4, on the PS4 store. Yeah. So, so anyway. Let's get into the pricing, keeping in mind that this game has made already $6 billion. Mm-hmm. Go. So the online edition for the Xbox and PS4 will be seventy nine ninety nine. Wow. If you want to get that game on Steam, it is eighty four ninety nine. <laughs> so... So why is it $80 for the physical and $85 for the Steam? Yeah, I don't know, man. The like, digital. That's crazy. And I mean, that may not be there that may not be a physical that that Xbox a, a premium online edition $80 for a physical Xbox one or PS4 version. Oh yeah, you right, I missed that. Yeah. Physical copy of yeah. it is cheaper than the digital version. Crazy. But I mean, the reality is you can go to any store right now and buy GTA 5 and it'll probably be 35 40 bucks and the digital's always 60. And I mean, and and the actual I guess answer to that is or the, or the reason maybe that digital games are tend to be more expensive than physical games is that uh, you don't, don't have, have to, to clear you don't have to, yeah, don't have to clear yeah. out shelf space. So so maybe they'll be able to go. Hey, look, it's on sale now. I guess eventually. yeah, it'll probably be forty five dollars. Absolutely insane. Like, I, and I that comes as someone who loves Grand Theft Auto, yeah. but like, good lord, it's time to drop the price in that game. Yeah, I'm just confused at what it offers. That's. At literally absolutely nothing. Nothing that a little download time and yeah. buying the criminal enterprise pack, which you can just buy, yeah. would get you. I, I don't understand why this wasn't their opportunity to say, like, hey, we're going to release this. It's going to be 30 bucks yeah. or 35 bucks. And, I mean, Grand Theft Auto Online is broken. It's fun. If you can get it working, it's so fun. But it is so janky and silly and broken. It's absolutely insane. So. And they're going to charge you a premium for it. And they're going to charge you a premium for Get it. Get ready. Yeah. I'm glad I own it already. Right? It's great. I mean, like, I, I just finished playing it maybe two months ago. It's a f- super fun game, but come on. They have a Battle Royale mode yet? Yes. Okay. There you go. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Came out about two months ago. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, you turds. Uh, for that. <laughs> You're um, all turd burglars. Right. Um, is that it? I think that's it. That is it. Yeah. I okay. don't know. It felt real fast. I don't know if I just talked yeah. real quick or what. No, we got, we got yeah. through it. Sometimes it works that way. Go team. Yay. Um, All right. Reminder, if you're in the Pacific Northwest this weekend, we're going to be in Renton at the Renton City Retro Con. It's a uh, little, it's a fun little collection of just retro enthusiasts and some just fun booths and stuff and things. And we're going to be there. Yeah. We, uh, Adam and I went last year and was thinking that it would be something that we'd go to for, you know, an hour. And we ended up spending... Four we hours there, there? yeah. Because we we got there. You got into the the Rocket League tournament. Rocket League tournament. Yeah. I spent some more time. Went and met some friends. Yeah. Had a few beers or cocktails, and then came back. It is right down the road yeah. from both. Uh, what the eight bit? Eight bit, and there's a couple other uh, yeah. pubs and stuff right yeah, down the street. Really and then I came back and made some purchases. Yeah. 
Got himself. Have you have you played any more of uh, Beautiful Joe? Oh, yet? Yeah, nice. I not much, but I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me. yeah. So anyway, if you're uh, in the Pacific Northwest, come see us this Saturday. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Come see Dylan's top knot. Get some get do some it. stickers. Do it. Um, other than that, find us online at all our social medias at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E Me Podcast dot com is our website. Slash Humble, we are an official Humble Bundle partner, um, which I don't know if you noticed, Humble Bundle just put up oh. a uh, Capcom PlayStation I forgot. Bundle. I meant to add that to the show notes. There's some good stuff in that, too. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll talk about it next week. It should still be up. Yeah, it should still be up. But uh, if you're into it, just go check it out right now because there's some really cool Capcom stuff and you don't see a lot of PlayStation. You don't see a lot of I console bundles. I think this is the bundles. third one I've ever seen. There's been, yeah. I think there's I been three PlayStation and one Nintendo one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, so that's that. And find us on Discord. Ask us your questions. We've got a God of War channel that we're talking about, uh, spoilery-ish stuff in there. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. I think so. I think that's it. That's it? That's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. All right, Dylan. Bye, me.